Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is the final chapter of the Skywalker saga and the final sequel trilogy movie. But does this make up for the tragedy of episode 8? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. Found Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we are talking about Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, our final movie review for 2019 and the 2010s. Yes, it is. That's fucking mental, isn't it? I wonder which one was the first one we did. Oh, God. Well, our first ever episode was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Full oh, first God. Guardians of the Galaxy. Jesus. Okay. That was 2014. We've been at this five years. <laughs> uh, um... And, and, and all things being well, we'll be back in 2020. We will. Um, yes, all of our end of year stuff will be coming up very shortly. But where will this one place, Maggle? Who knows? Who really can say? We didn't watch this together. We didn't. This would be the first Star Wars movie we didn't see as a group. Mm. I saw this on my Todd. So proud of you. On a Friday morning. Was it? Well, I went and watched Last Jedi by myself for a second time last time round and it weren't too bad and I'm hopefully going to get to do that to this one so I can really take it all in because there's a lot going on in this one? yes yeah um, but yeah I mean if you've read reviews of a less trusted shitty <laughs> reviews why would you but if you're of that way inclined um, middling yeah reviews have been mixed to say the least well one said it plays it very safe with massive flaws I'm like those are two different things yeah you're either playing it safe or you've got massive flaws. I don't know if you can do both. Um, but yeah, it was... Um, and apparently it's split opinion on the midnight showings. I know someone who works at a cinema still. And they can, apparently a lot of people come in and going... But how did we feel? Let's find out. Now, I went first with Knives Out. Okay. I feel it's only fine that you should go first with Okay. I liked it. Fair enough. I came out and I was like... Well, it ticked the only box I really needed to. It was better than Last Jedi. Yeah. So it's got that going for it. Yeah. Um, it does have flaws, and I am trying not to think deeply about it, <laughs> because there's already one that I'm like, well, that makes no sense. But I think just a lot of what it's doing, I was on board for. Mm. It has the spirit of Star Wars running through it that I feel Last Jedi really lacked. Mm. Um, I, I think it's just a, a lot of has been taken back up to where it should be here. Action scenes, um, some character motivations, not all, not a lot, but some of that where there needs to be. And it definitely felt like Star Wars as opposed to a um, a, a, a reversion of Star Wars. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a, not a send up, a, turning it on its head yeah. as Last Jedi tried and failed to do. To flip the script. There we go. Yeah. It didn't feel like that. It didn't try, it was trying to be like a deep thinking piece about what Star Wars is. It was just being what Star Wars is, quite simply. Yes. So that's how I felt. Yes. How'd you feel? This is a really messy movie. It yeah. is full of plot holes. Yeah. It makes no sense. It yeah. has some terrible fucking payoffs. Yeah. It's trying to be two films in one. Yeah. I kind of liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. It's okay. All of Ooh. this, and I know I was watching it, and there's a lot of very audible moments from me equally in the camp of fuck this, and mm. that was amazing. Yes. So, yeah, I know it's probably not the best, 
And it does feel like it's trying to clamber to the last little remnants of the fan base it has left. Yep. And it does feel desperate and it does feel trite and it does feel engineered in reaction to The Last Jedi. Yeah. But I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Undeniably I had so. fun watching this film. Exactly. Even though it is a middling at best Star Wars movie. Yeah. This is why I don't want to think deeply about it. Yeah. I don't want to do that because We've, I... If we can have this end of year... we've had, This is what I was praying for. Will we have an end of year situation where we have a good Star Wars TV show, yes. a good Star Wars game, and a good Star Wars movie. I mean, that game is royally pissing me off at the minute, but more on that later. I find out that over Christmas, so that's <laughs> oh. fun. Oh, my God. Have you put it on hard difficulty, though? Have you put it on No, I put normal? it on normal. Oh, right. I did initially try and put it on hard, because the, the way it describes difficulty was like, oh, this is for... Medium was like, well, oh, this is for people that are really just new to the genre. And I was like, I'm not new to the genre. <laughs> oh, it turns out I am. Um, so... Yeah, it's supposed... Uh, Fallen Order's supposed to be Babby's first Dark Souls, so I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But more on that uh, in another episode. Yes. Coming up. Um, but yeah, I... You know what, you probably hit the nail on the head. Despite all its problems, I know it there. Yeah. I, I came out enjoying it. And I think in the long run, I think this is going to have... It may go down upon repeated views. Not by much. I don't think I'm then going to like, oh, this film now. I feel like I'm only going to have the fuck's sake reactions once. Now I know mm. they're coming. And now I know that it's also got stuff I want to look forward to seeing again. Yeah. I think it can only go up. But yeah. for now, having only seen it once... Having basically no hype because mm. there's nothing really in the trailers that specifically ticked me off as to what was going to happen. I wouldn't know. Who? I didn't have to run out of a cinema once, by the way. They did not show this trailer a lot. No, it was near to I don't seen. think I saw it a single time Same. in the run-up. Mm-mm. That is mental. So, with all that being said... If I could put it down to a sentence, it's Star Wars! Having said that, I do have some thoughts. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. Okay, now, um, we're going to keep it spoiler-free as best we can. Yes. Um, now, I don't know what was actually said in the trailers and what wasn't, so you may have to, if you see me going down a, a rabbit hole, course correct me. Mm. Um, but I will just give our general thoughts for now, and then we'll, as usual, give a spoiler report. That's probably going to be longer than usual. Because yeah. there's a lot to go through. I feel like this is going to be shorter than usual as well. Yes, this probably. Bit. Um, but, yeah, well, my first point was, I thought, action scenes were really what stood out here for me in this film. Lots of them. Yes. In various different uh, styles and settings. And I appreciate that. I think the planet variety was really nice this yes, time round. I like that a lot. Um, I don't think they really did more than, like, it's still, like, your one planet biomes. But um, I, I, I liked it a lot more than the previous two movies. I mm. think there was... Um, everywhere felt more defined and less like Jakku is just Tatooine. Mm. It, it has less of that, um, which is good. Um, and yet they, they each play, there's there's a chase scene, yes. which we haven't really had before. I mean, we've had the speeder bikes, but they that was two people. I know there's slightly more people here, but there's also some verticality because it has flying troopers going over the top of them. Um, I really like that scene. Mm, that, that was shown in the trailers, so... Probably the standout action scene, I think, mm. uh, for me. Um, I won't say what happens in the end, but the ending has a very nice and satisfying um, battle scene as well, as you would expect. Um, but they still didn't go for it with the lightsaber battles. No, and this is something that we got a hint of in Force Awakens. It was like, oh, we're going to have weighty, meaningful... Almost like the hot handling Claymore lightsaber battles. Yeah. 
that then wasn't delivered on in The Last Jedi. No. And wasn't realised here. Yeah, there's... There's there's a good one. Yes. There's a, actually, no, there's two good ones. We get emotional lightsaber battles, um, which is good, all between Kylo and... Um, Ray. Ray. Um, as you would come to expect. But I felt like... Why they didn't... With all the new budget and all the new training techniques and all the way of shooting these things, they didn't want to aim for the halcyon heights of... Well, the Anakin three-way in... Yeah, Anakin versus Obi, or even like Darth Maul, Quiggy and Obi in yeah. episode one. Nothing even comes close to that, which is a bit strange, but... Um, it, that, I, this is what is weird to me, that the prequel trilogy, it's like, yeah, it has some story problems, but the action's pretty good. Mm. Middle, like the original trilogy is like... It's a it's very good all rounded, but you're here for the story. Yeah. What does the sequel trilogy excel at? This is I, I think I have with it. it's they're very nice looking movies. Yes, aesthetically. I think this very is pleasing. probably the best shot one. There's a lot of grand vistas. Mm. Oof. Um, a lot of really nice filmmaking techniques to make this. You get the scale yeah. here. Maybe you're right because this is. Similar to Last Jedi, a very, very pretty movie. Yes. And same with Force Awakens. Like, yeah. JJ toned down his, uh, you know, lens flare, obscure yes. style of shooting and made something that looked futuristic. Yeah. Like, properly futuristic. Proper, this is the scale we're up against. You get that a lot in the final battle. There's a lot of stuff from Planet looking up mm. to what's coming, which you don't really get in any of the other movies. Um, and because it's less CGI is used in this, I think that helps as well. Yeah, a lot of practical stuff going on in this yeah. film. Yeah, like, there's, there's nice. big sweeping shots in the prequels. I mean, you look at the the end of episode two with all the stormtroopers, mm. all the clone troopers going into the ship. You know that's all fake, so it doesn't really carry the same weight as seeing some of the stuff you see in this movie that we'll talk mm. about after spoilers. So there we go. The action trilogy, the story trilogy, and the spectacle trilogy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> there you are. Um, but, so the point I was making about the lightsaber is, yes, they're not there, but I feel like the other action scenes make up for it, and they allow... More than just the two people with lightsabers to be involved meaningfully That's in true. the action scene, which is good. Um, it's very much Ray and Kylo's film. Yes, this is thankfully. Yes, because as we found out in the Last Jedi, you don't need three plot lines going; just no. do one really well. Yeah, and that's what this film does. So more on them later, um, because they will keep cropping up. I think it does diminish what Poe and uh, Finn get to do. It does, but honestly, I think. They, because I talked about this film being reactionary to The Last Jedi, there was no way they were going to fix that. No. We have to accept that that happened. Yeah. And we have to build off it. So the main complaint from the last film was it's three separate storylines, all the heroes are spread out over the galaxy doing their own shit and not talking to each other. So in this film, they're literally in the one ship the entire time. Yeah. But they're I, all together. I like that. Cool. I think it helped out. Um, but they're. they're thing gets to be, well, stepping up to the plate is basically as far as their new ones goes. Yeah. They don't really get much more than that. Both are still fun to be around and um, get good. Um, they do get good character moments. It gets good. This is probably the funniest of the three. Somehow they've actually got the humour right. 3PO? Yeah, 3PO banging out laughers the just, whole way. Just putting the whole comedy thing on his golden shoulders and just carrying that thing up the hill. <laughs> Well done. I never thought I'd say this sentence, but well done, Anthony Daniels. You didn't say my name, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> that got me. I kept cracking up at C-3PO. Yeah. You've redeemed 3 <laughs> You did it. Well done. Who um, knew that this entire story was the redemption of 3 <laughs> I know, I know, but it's there. Especially um, in this last trilogy. Between this and Red Arm, like, yeah, I know. it's a lot. It's a 
actually funny now. So JJ can do comedy 3PO very well. Who I do? don't remember if he did funny stuff in Last Jedi. So they, if you're going in thinking, oh, I hope it really gives Post something, you know, game-changing to do, same thing with Finn. I think Finn's the bigger casualty because it felt like they had a lot of storyline weight. You think where his amount of involvement and importance of the story has gone from Force Awakens to here, yeah. it's definitely a downward slant through all three movies. Which is a shame. It's yeah, a real shame because John Boyega's brilliant. He is. And I feel had they left JJ in charge for The, the Last Jedi and they'd had... Maybe that would be a different place. Well, that's what this film does, doesn't it? It basically tries to tell you what JJ would have done in the last film. Essentially, yes. But in this film and also this film. Yeah. So there's a lot of shit going on there. Poe's good. Poe's really good in this. Yeah. I like Poe a lot in this. I I like that Poe is slightly abrasive in this one. Like, Mm. he's actually at his wits end. Yeah. That was kind of cool. He's annoyed because I think, you know, he knows he's... You know, Princess Leia is not long for this world. (laughs) Very poor choice of words. Um, He knows he's going to have to step up sooner rather than later. A lot of people look to him for for leadership, especially after what happened at the end of Last Jedi where Mm. he was kind of, you know, even Princess Leia was like, yeah, just do what he says. Um, So the weight of expectations now on him. Not to the same extent it's on Rey. Um, No, and thankfully Rey is better here than she was in Last Jedi. Yes. She's a lot more likeable in this one. She is. I actually wanted her to win this time as opposed to stop being a fucking cow and listen to Luke. Like, that's what what that whole film felt like to me. Yeah, it's... And then she gets Reyes Ex Machina at the end of Last Jedi and I'm like, I don't care what's going to happen to her now. Turns out I do. Yeah, it's it's a much better performance um, here by Daisy Ridley to kind of make it much more much more in tune with what she's trying to achieve. Mm. You know, she's stopped trying to be all like, oh, am I dark, dark side, am I light? They, they've put her back more towards who are my parents. Yeah. And it turns out that was actually a much more interesting story than, than am yeah. I light or dark side. Yeah. They, they do combine the two pretty well here. And I think that's what makes up for it. But they, they just remove some of the ambiguity of like, what is she? She's like, I don't really care. I know what I've got to do. I've got to go and get rid of the First Order. We've got to put an end to them. We've got to make sure the Jedi don't die out, etc., etc., etc. Kylo, on the other hand... Is the single best thing to happen to this trilogy. Yes. And the single best thing to happen to this movie. He is. I fucking love Adam Driver in this. Yep. He is out fucking standing. He is. He has been outstanding for the entirety of the trilogy. The through line... I'm sorry, he should have been the main character... Mm. We should have, if you were going to flip the script, Ryan, if you were going to flip the script... I should... like Knives Out, but that's fine. <laughs> it's still you... mad at you. <laughs> Definitely still that mad at you. That was last week, this is now. Yeah. Um, you should have flipped the script in the sense of, by the end of the last film, Kylo was your main character. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Mm. And I think JJ kind of understands the path that he was setting Kylo on, didn't was the one that got the least resistance to it from The Last Jedi. Yeah. It was like, this this through line will feel natural regardless of what happens. It's everyone else that suffers, which is a bit of a shame. So I don't know, because, well, you know, we can't really talk about that until we get to spoilers. Yeah. But um, I, I think there's there was some muddling in the middle and some odd character choices if they wanted to leave Kylo where they do leave him. Mm. I was like, well, there, there's... There's stuff, but you could also level the same criticisms at Darth Vader. But we'll this get is through. true. However, he's fucking brilliant. He is. He's so good. He is. And this is like, this is him in that last bit of Last Jedi, not him being conflicted for the most part. He is dead ahead. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yep. I'm bringing. I, he's now the supreme leader, and yep. he's acting as such. 
And it is. And people are scared of him. Terrified he's, of him. He's come through. He's he's come from being the brat to not knowing what he's doing to terrifying the ever-loving shit out exactly. of people around him. And he's got the helmet back, which helps. Yeah. And the Knights of Ren, who... <laughs> oh, oh, glad they turned up. <laughs> Thank God we built these six guys up, eh? Thank Christ. You know, guy one. Guy two. His best friend, guy three. The, the quirky one. Guy four. Um, <laughs> and of course, everyone's favourite, Guy six. We don't talk about Guy five. Guy five. Not after the scandal. Guy five. <laughs> Literally no names, no backstory, no how they connect to Kylo. I know it's explained in like expanded universe shite, but like... If, if you, you can't make it obvious to your, to your biggest audience, what's the point? If you don't know who this is, like... No one, most people I went with didn't know who the Knights of Ren were. They don't even get called the Knights of Ren, I don't think. Maybe no one, once? Oh, I think once they go, ooh, Knights of Ren, that's a thing. And then it's like two stormtroopers looking dead into yep. the camera going, read a book. So it always felt that they were being built up to be more than just... They're basically, to Kylo Ren, what the Emperor's guards are to the Emperor. Yeah. They're just his guards. Yeah. But they have a, they have crappier weapons. <laughs> yeah. Why is the geese with the big meat? <laughs> yeah. Why is butcher up first? I like, yeah. Exactly. Why is pyramid head walking <laughs> when you've got laser beams and all that good business? Oh, oh Jesus! But yeah, yeah. Don't don't be expecting a lot of the Knights of Ren. No. Nope. Um, I think no. I think the big worry everyone had going in was. Is Princess Leia going to be um, Jiminy Jillikas? Is she going to? Is she going to be? I have to go back to my home planet. Yes, <laughs> she's going to be. We have to fight our way out for that boy. Jumping Jiminy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think if you if you went in without the knowledge that they were having to do that, I don't think you would notice. I think they did a very very good job. The VFX team have done yeah. a cracking job putting Leia on an entirely different planet. Yeah. They have Madness. done such a good job. I think I noticed, but that's because I'm hyper aware of it and was yeah. kind of trying was, to catch it out. It was very much like people going, Leia, we need you to say a response to the sentence I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, because it's obvious to me and you, yes. but it might not be obvious to everybody who's not aware that Carrie Fisher's dead. I, I, don't, I think that's a we weird We have to fight to Kylo Ren, whose new code name is Hammer. Put the hammer down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Leia. <laughs> Uh, loud and clear Leia um, we put a droid in this scene never underestimate a droid thanks for your wisdom I'm off now <laughs> I'm not going to get on my soapbox about the R2 reductions again that my boy is third fiddle mm. of all the little roly around droids this time round yeah. that's fine he's still alive I know that might be a spoiler for some people but don't worry R2 makes it journey the wills are still a thing we could um but yeah, there is a new droid. There is Dio. Kono Dio da. Sorry, <laughs> I was going with Ronnie James. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very different um, things we have here. On one side, Rainbow. On the other side, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So you know, <laughs> interesting. Uh, Choose which one you want. Um, so Holy Diver is. Um, <laughs> he talks. He does. So he has that going over the other two. That was um, interesting. I like that. He was an abused droid. <laughs> Ooh. Which was, felt a bit like. Do, ah, do, do we, we need, need this plot? But basically, it was just so that they could stop him from giving him all the really informational. Informational? Useful information that he had up front. You had to, kind of, <laughs> you had to kind of tease it out of him. Yeah. Um, but he was just, I mean, he said toy selling. Yep. I liked it enough. He's cute enough. He was fine. He's got a little nose. He did, like did like nothing important, but he was nice. No, he did not. Now. Oh, hand rub. 
There was a returning character in this. Yeah. It took him all the way to episode 9 to get back. Yeah. But the intergalactic motherfucker, he's back. <laughs> yeah. And he definitely fucks. He absolutely There is fucks. something we'll talk about after spoilers that prove definitively that he fucks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Lando's back. <laughs> As we all know, the lore expansion that we needed was who's fucking? And, and there's a lot of that in yes. this film. So who's we'll fucking? Get to and that. how much of it was done by Lando? Um, <laughs> turns out a lot. Um, Lando's good. Lando is Lando's brilliant. back. He's he's still beardy Williams. He's still smooth and sophisticated as ever. Yeah. Um, he didn't show up much. I think it's a nice amount. Yeah. Um, I, I maybe he could have been in it more. He misses out a large chunk of the middle section. Um, he, he performs a brilliant role in this film, which we, I can only talk about in spoilers. Yeah, um, but he—it's nice to see him back, considering yeah. you know he's the only one now. I mean, Chewbacca, yes, but I mean of the original five we had, yeah, like he's him and Chewbacca are the only ones left standing. I know layers, but you know what I mean. So it's nice to have him back here. It felt earned, it felt warranted, and it was just so nice to have Lando back. I know. The, the, the motherfucker's aged 40 years and he's still the smoothest goddamn Ooh. bastard. Ooh. He is. Ooh. He's like fucking liquid caramel. He's he unbelievable. Now, there isn't much in the way of new characters. First of all, um, as I've wrote here, um, where is it? Do you think people knew we weren't fond of the Rose character? <laughs> <laughs> oh... She got Jar Jar'd. Yeah, that's before. <laughs> if you're thinking there's going to be a revolution to her falling in love with Finn, nope. <laughs> Finn has put a stop to that definitively. And I do feel so bad because it wasn't her fault that... You no, know, it, it wasn't. Was, it wasn't Kelly... Um, Kelly Marie Tran. That's the one. It wasn't her fault what happened. No. You know, it was, she was scapegoated a large part for that movie. She but. was, and there's some dickhead fans who have been horrible to her. And ultimately, it is definitely not her performance fault. It's no. not her as a person. It is entirely the story that they built around her. That just so, didn't, yeah. So the remedy in this film is we don't give her one. No. <laughs> She's very much a, and I'm here too. Yeah. She, she stays. They, they do this to a lot of the people. They just leave them with Leia. Yeah. Knowing there's not going to be a lot of Leia screen time, they just put everyone in the Leia pocket. Yeah. Like, well, if we put in there. <laughs> the Leia pocket. People presume they're up to stuff. And they're doing important things because they're next to Leia but that doesn't mean they have a lot of screen time. <laughs> no. So all of the resistance fighters that like that kind of pop up in the other ones, they're all left with her. Yep. Including what's his face from uh Lord of the Rings. Who saw that coming? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> uh, he's in there. What's his name? Is that the Mary Donna Dubber. Yeah, Mary and or Pippin. Yep. Uh is there. He's now a resistance fighter. Uh, that was a bit strange. Um not unwelcome, but you know. No, um, yeah, they leave a lot of people in that layer pocket. That's where R2's left, which mm. is... Whoa, 3PO gets to come on the adventure, and yeah, don't bring R2. Yeah, it's a bit weird. But then, R2 didn't need rescuing thematically, and uh, 3PO did. So yeah. And they go a long way to redeem 3PO very being good the worst fucking character. So, you very, know. very good point. Um, there is one more new character who's kind of substantial. Hmm. She comes into it about halfway through the film. Her name is Janna. Yes. Um, I didn't write down the actress's name. Apologies for that. Uh, Naomi Ake. Oh, well done, Michael. Um, what's she been in? Things. Things. <laughs> stuff. Also as well. Also stuff. Um, she's introduced quite late on. Another um, British actress. Yes. Um, she's an inhabitant of the forest moon of Endor. Who knew? There's humans there now. Um, uh, and she's also an ex-stormtrooper, like yes. Finn. Um, which made me think, oh, is this subterfuge? Does Kylo know... That if he puts is she a plant by Kylo basically yeah. to appeal to Finn? Uh, no, um, she she's kind of 
you feel like they go in certain directions with her and then they just don't pull the trigger. Mm. Um, I don't think it's too spoilery to say you think she might be a new Finn love interest, but I didn't go anywhere. No, unfortunately not. And I kind of would have liked that. Well, what, yeah. I, what I wanted was... Uh, well, I'd have to explain what I wanted to happen. Okay. And I feel like that's a spoiler thing okay, because then right. people will know that it didn't happen. We'll put a pin in that. Yep. And come back to that in a minute. Um, that's basically everything I have to say before spoilers. Yeah, it's good. Um, oh, um, Richard E. Grant's in this. Oh, yeah, Richard E. Grant has kind um, of supplanted General Hooks as the head military guy yeah. under Kylo. General Pride. P-R-Y-D-E, yeah. I think. And he's old school Empire. Yeah. He's, he's not... like your Tarkin standard. Yeah. I, I I thought he'd be fine, but I, I don't like what it meant for the Hooks character. Yeah. Who they made some choices with in this movie. We'll yeah. put it like that. They've done something with him. Yes. Um, and I, I think Richie Grant was mainly the, there to be a bait and switch for what some of the choices they do make with Hooks. Yeah. To throw you off the scent. Um, oh, and um, Kerry Russell's in this as an old... Partner slash flame of Poe Dameron. Yep. By the name of Schnurr. <laughs> what is her name? Uh, I'm going to look it up. Michael's going to look it up. Um, really cool character design on that character. Well, I thought she looked a bit like a Power Ranger, but that's fine. <laughs> that's why I liked ah, it. Um, it was halfway between the pa- a Power Ranger and um, the Rocketeer. Yes. Uh, this is when they basically need to um, go and do something to free Poe, so they fly to this old planet where Poe used to live. Turns out he used to be in. He used to be a drug dealer. Uh, yeah, that's, that's he used to be a spice runner. Um, and this is basically. It's never implied they were all flames, but they kind of are. It's also where you meet the little robot cracking guy. Oh, Babu Frick. Babu Frick is a hell of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Babu Frick's deal is he speaks in gibberish and then goes way. <laughs> so it's just some piss heading Weatherspoons. <laughs> and we are. We are the Saturday before Christmas. There's gonna be a lot of Babu Fricks walking around. Also, it was Zori Bliss that's who's been played by Kerry Russell, um, who didn't get to get her hair out, and I feel like that's going to be very bad for Kerry Russell because Kerry Russell's hair is immaculate. Kerry Russell from the Americans. It's Liz from the Americans. Oh fuck! Mm. Oh, I was looking out with that. I was looking out for her, but yeah, she. I yeah. Should have done more with that. I know. I know. I, I but... knew that name rung a bell. It was a stuffed film, Maggle. They could only do so much. But, this uh, is true. Yeah, Liz from the Americans didn't even get to get her hair out, and her yeah. hair is always on point. Okay, um, um, there's one more person in the cast who we knew was going to be in it from everything else. Can I just real quick talk about the guy that Lando has in his ship, where he goes, um, right, we need coordinates for this. He opens like a hatch, shakes oh, something yeah, to yeah. sail it, and then he just goes, okay! Me and my brother found that far too funny. <laughs> And we're falling out. We don't know what happened for the next two minutes of the movie. Just, just we just go. Okay. Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. Go on. Um, who's the other new person? Well, it's not new. It's a returning character. Now, can but we talk about them because it's spoilery? They showed his voice in the trailer. They showed his voice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, yeah. His voice has been in every single trailer, and obviously he appeared. At um, yes, uh, uh, the Star Wars convention, whatever it's called, D twenty four, D twenty. Now the other one. Oh, was it not? Oh, Star Wars Celebration. Yes. Mm. So we know he's in it. <laughs> Palpatine <laughs> is back. Do it. He says. He says it. it, and he says, "Good." So everything's Good. fine. Good. So everything's fine. Um, yeah. He. They've made some choices with the Emperor. Yeah, he's um, not a Force ghost. Everybody. No, not he what you, back. Not what you thought. He is alive. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. 
Yeah, that but, we, but obviously I enjoyed the Emperor being back. I did, but <laughs> I feel like a lot of people's problems is going to be with the Emperor. Um, okay, to really explain, I'm going to have to do spoilers. I'll be the first thing I talk about after spoilers. I think but, fair enough. Um, in terms of recommendations, I know a lot of people are coming out of this with middling opinions. It may not hold up under further viewing and deep thought. Quite I'm, possibly, I'm worried about that. I think this is what's going to happen. Now, I'm in, the, I'm in a little blissful, happy bubble. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I came out with a smile on my face. And it wasn't like I came out of Last Jedi and then soured on that. I came out angry. You remember? Yes, uh, we both came out yeah, angry. Yeah, we were pissed. I came out very happy. I think the next few viewings may take it down a few notches. Mm. But I think in a few years' time, as these things tend to come around again, I think I'll be pretty happy with this one. It's a good... It's a mid-tier, maybe even upper-mid-tier Star Wars movie. Yeah, this is... In much the way that the film actually apes Return of the Jedi a lot, this is Return yeah. of the Jedi quality movie as well. It's not as bad as Force Awakens in being a straight remake. There is a no. lot of callbacks to there is, there Jedi is. as opposed to it being a full-blown remake. But the prop, the bit where it has to engineer itself the most is its own shit. Mm. And its own shit is fine. And it's at least interesting and new and original. Yes, it has problems, so mm. it is not so much a point for point remake of a film that Force Awakens was. Yes, but Force Awakens did it better. Yeah. I think I have to put Force Awakens in terms of the sequel trilogy at the top, this in the middle, and if there was if it was possible to have a fifth, sixth, seventh place, that's where Last Jedi would go. But, that would know. make sense because then that would mean Episode uh, Empire Strikes Back, the middle one, is the best one. Yep. In my opinion, Revenge of the Sith, Sith is a great the last film. one, is the best one. And yep. now Force Awakens, the first one, was the best one. Yeah, hang on. Have we achieved balance? Let me think about this. So well, That's what they were doing. Prequel trilogy, yeah. the first one, I think is good, but everyone thinks is the worst one. Then you've got the middle one, which is middling, apparently. Oh, no, I think it's shit. And the end one, which is undeniably a great film. Yes. So you've got worst, middling, best. Original trilogy. The first one, timeless, but not the best one. The middle one, the best film of all time. The end one, the most disappointing. Middling, best, worst. Mm. Sequel trilogy. Force Awakens is the best one because thematically reminded us that Star Wars can be good. Mm. The Last Jedi is an insult to humankind. And this one is a damn good film. I'm still putting it in my top ten. Best, worst, mid... Yeah, we've achieved balance. There is balance with the Force once more. <laughs> Who knew? Now that's payoff. Oh. Spoiler Right, here we fucking go. We're so, going to give you five seconds to get out properly before we talk about it. It's all right on the table now, people. Don't yep. blame us. I think the Palpatine thing is very lazy writing. It's very lazy writing because it's stolen from... Is it a book or a comic or a game or something? Oh, no, I just mean, like, they... But I think it's a very lazy inclusion. Just go, well, we need an end-level boss. Fuck it, we'll just get the Emperor again. Yeah. Also, this is the worst opening crawl in Star Wars history. The Dead Speak. The Dead Speak! What? That was zany. <laughs> um, they, it's, it's very lazy, but here's a few points. And the, the only thing is, they don't explain how he's here. He's battered mm. fuckless and he's basically like... He's a zombie. Yeah, they're basically turning him into GLaDOS. He's attached to a big thing in the, in the ceiling. I like that decision. Yeah, that look that cool. was cool. So it's clear there's been consequences for him being chucked down the shaft at the end of, uh, of the last year. Uh, the Return, Return of Jedi. Jedi. Um, but they, they don't go into express detail of how he's here. They've kind of... 
the thing that gets thrown out in like the first 20 minutes is cloning dark magic yeah like we had cloning in the original no the the prequel yeah. trilogy how is this dark magic yes but it's implied because before the prequels happened the expanded universe was that luke skywalker's adventures after episode six mm. was the emperor has made clones of himself mm-hmm. and of luke hoping to basically come back yes and inhabit a younger body that's repeated here in a very different way yeah but i do like zombie robot emperor i i enjoyed that quite a bit <laughs> Well, it was stupid, and yes. the, the vat of Snokes was a bit weird. I love the vat of Snokes, <laughs> because... Uh, well, this is the thing. This is some of the points where I think it, it... I liked it, despite the fact I do think it's very lazy. Yeah. One, I do like the bit of, like, wrangling and crowbarring into the previous two movies they did of Palpatine, of him going, I was every voice in your head, and doing that view of the voices of himself, Snoke and Vader. Yeah, that was That cool. was very nice. I liked the vat of Snoke, so he just said, <laughs> I just created Snoke. The reason he wasn't around or, you know, wasn't terrifying people with his plushie is that I just <laughs> I just created this body. He never existed before. You mean cancerous Stewie Griffin? Yes. <laughs> I just, I'll, I'll go on my Twitter, I'll post a picture. <laughs> he finds a way of, he just created Snoke as a, like, a mirror image of him. To, to He fits the bill, people just assume he's this pair of four shoes up when really it's been me the whole time. Which would explain why Snoke got chopped in half. Yes. So huh. so the retroactiveness of it, I really appreciate it, because then it makes it feel like, even though, again, I feel like this was a late-in-the-game decision, this was on the key of, oh, no, Luke and Leia are brother and sister, and they were always meant to be, obviously. Yeah. This is them going, oh, no, Palpatine's been doing this the whole time. Yeah, he's always going to come back. What are you talking about? Yeah, like? obviously. Um, I think Last Jedi being what it was and not being in a JJ robbed it of having anybody else really be the final boss. Yeah. Especially if you were so tied into Kylo getting redeemed at some point. I was. I wanted Kylo's redemption. I did, but I mean, if they had gone whole hog and gone, no, there is no redeeming him. He's a monster. He opens them. The opening shot of this movie is him murdering people. Yeah, true. It's him clearing out a forest. Like, then that's always been the problem. What Kylo will have to do in a minute because there's a lot of thoughts there. I so I, I think it was clever writing in a lazy way <laughs> yeah. to give us that. But of course then you get Ian McDermott back yeah. and you get him in his full it felt like Campy Star Wars had come back again slightly. Yeah. Prequel camp was back. <laughs> especially when he's launching lightning into the sky. Oh, you mean um, the fucking <laughs> ten <laughs> hour boost based <laughs> base <Yes>. boosted <laughs> all, all of ear rape YouTube all was the poofed. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was great to see him back in his scenery chewing best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the laugh! I loved everything. He's just, he's just the most evil man in it. He's so good. So, and the 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 thing of him like being incomplete. He's like missing fingers and shit. His eyes are. He's a zombie. He's a he's a robo zombie. Until he, you know, draws upon the strength of the force bond between Ray and Kylo and become which he created. Apparently, yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, that was a bit. They left that purposely vague, yeah. so you don't think it through. There's a subreddit called Saltier Than Crate, which is, <laughs> which is like the Star Wars hate subreddit. Mm-hmm. And I saw a picture of like normal people's plans, and there's like a straight line between A and B. Palpatine's plans in Episode Nine, A, B, and just like <laughs> a shitload of squiggly lines. We'll get there eventually. Um, <laughs> I yeah I think and of course then the big reveal yeah. that she's Ray Palpatine Ray Palpatine no one I heard called it 
No, I, I. There's probably some videos out there once it became obvious he's in the movie that maybe hinted at, like, well, maybe that's who it is. We got to a point in this film, and I thought I was sat there going, because I'd listened to the uh, Last Jedi review, our Last Jedi review, and our Force Awakens review, probably yeah. going to see this. Now, and in the Force Awakens review, you called it's Rey Skywalker mm. and it's Luke's daughter. Uh-huh. And there was a point in the film where I was like, fuck, we're going there. This is what it's going to be. And then fucking Kylo with the swerve. Just yeah. like, Foot, you're a Palpatine. Like, you're a what? <laughs> the biggest question of this film, Darren, who clapped ass with fucking Palpatine? <laughs> who looked at that and went, I'm going to let that man fucking shoot his bolt in me? Who did that? Touche. However, I will point out how many kids did Kim Jong-il have? <laughs> Bit of a... Okay, yeah, fine. Just saying he's a dictator, you know, he's probably got a lot of, <laughs> you know, people who, you know, either... He's a dictator who used his tater dick. There uh, we go. <laughs> he's either got a lot of devoted followers, as, mm. you know, most evil people tend to get, of like, you know, proper succubi type of people, and he just was that. It could have been like a like a... Like the clone troopers, it could have just been an art. It could have been a clone. Yeah. Um, it could have been something along those lines. Or, you know, not to get like dark about it, but he's a dictator with absolute power. Mm. They tend to have very easily flexible morals. That and is, that is true. Uh, he's they... supposed to be the most evil man in the universe. So, so yeah. I, I mean, mass genocide's up there, so I don't know why we wouldn't ch- consider chucking rape into the pot, but there we are. That's so, fine. Either way, it's, anyway. it's funny to think about because it's someone looking at the Emperor and going. I'll have that. I'll tap that out. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I like that that it was true. Ray's parents didn't matter. No. Her grandparents mattered. Yeah. So that, that was, was nice. An interesting swerve. Interestingly, her parents couldn't tell you who the guy was who is supposedly Palpatine's son. I thought you'd mentioned him. Sorry, I'm going to look him up real I, quick. I hadn't mentioned him, but the woman playing Ray's mom in the flashback... It's fucking Killing Eve. Yeah, Killing Eve. Like, oh, you're here. That's interesting. Can't wait for you to get your own spin-off or something. I mean, probably. Who knows? I mean, there's always... Disney Plus is a hell of a thing. Yeah, really is. So, we need some content. Um, I'm just going to look up who played the Dan. So, the Palpatine reveal is done quite flatly. I think this is a problem with this whole film, is that a lot of the big moments felt flat because I think there's an absence of a score. When it turns up, it's a good score. And it's the Mm -hmm. last John Williams score of Star Wars. This is it now. That's a good point. So, uh, uh, um, but yeah, that whole scene of just you know, your parents didn't matter, but you're you're a Palpatine, and it was just kind of like this had been revealed, and then it was just. Dun. Also, John Williams is in this movie. Yes, he's the bartender. He's the bartender in Babu Frick's place. That? How nice is that? Um, I actually recognised him straight away. I was like, oh fuck, no, no one else, and I was just like, it's Billy Hell. Couldn't tell you what he's been. Father. Um, yeah. I also will point out that Wedge Antilles was back. Right yes! At the end. <laughs> Yay! In the gutter of the Falcon. Oh, yeah! Fuck yes! Perfect. Oh, um, that was cool. Right, sorry. I've just loaded that up real quick and now I shall get back to my point. Um, well, there's... The, the fake out comes early when you have her use the lightning powers accidentally. Yeah. That's when it became like, oh, oh, wow. oh we've been looking in the wrong direction. We looked at the wrong fundamentalist um, like religion. No, <laughs> yeah. no. It's the other one. Okay. Cool. Of the two that exist. I liked so it fun. because he's one of the most powerful force users of all time. There's no denying that. Mm. You know, he was arguably maybe the most powerful because 
you know, save others from death, etc. And Ray shows that power by healing the weird worm thing, which was really crowbar in there so she could do it later to Kyla. Yeah. Um, I learned this new technique. <laughs> um, and, I learned it off screen when no one was looking. Yes. And I'm going to use it on this weird worm thing to stop it from eating us, but there we are. Um, I really liked it. I think it gave... It's, it's nice, basic, simple storytelling of, um, to quote a very famous philosopher, the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It's what you do with the gift of life that matters. Yes. Of course, from Mewtwo. Um, so that point out that even though she's Palpatine spawn, she doesn't have to be evil. She doesn't have no. to be the grand... And neither was Palpatine's kid. No, so exactly. that's the interesting thing. And it just, that's basic, story, simple storytelling. It doesn't, you don't, you're not defined by who, you know, your parents are and what came before you. You can pick your own path. <laughs> God, how awkward must it have been for Palpatine's son when he was getting with that woman? So when am I going to meet your parents? Ha! Uh, <laughs> Probably never. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what does your, what does your dad do? You know, I haven't met him yet. You won't. <laughs> Or you will, and that's the big problem. I mean, you might go the other way, and they've got to meet Kinney's parents. She's scary in real life. That might be worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're all right. <laughs> Listen, my dad was the head of the Galactic Empire and murdered thousands in his wake, but uh, you nicked my radio. So <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Checks and balances. Um, so, no, I, I like that. I think, had they not gone with the trying to fake it, that if your parents don't matter, they were just junkies, etc. Yeah. But they kind of flipped that on its head, and they go... They were nobody because they chose to be nobody. Yeah. It's like I like it. I like it. It was very ham-fisted. Again, yourself out of amazed that yeah. Ryan Johnson left for you. I think JJ did a pretty good job there. Yeah, you gotta wonder like what JJ yeah. when he agreed to come back to do nine. He must have just been outside, just kicking the shit out of a trash can after watching Last Jedi. Fuck's sake. All of my ideas. <laughs> There's so many boxes, and you're ruining them all. Um, <laughs> I speaking of that lightning bit. Fuck the Chewbacca death fake out. That was when I was... This is a big problem with this film, which we want to talk about. Um, that bit, the Chewbacca fake out, I thought, fuck, they've killed Chewie for a, the solid, like, three minutes that they hang that over you. are like, oh my God. Felt real bad. <laughs> I was real sad. But I was in then. The movie had got... At that point, it hadn't... Like, there was bits I liked, but it hadn't gripped me in mm. with the death quotations of Chewbacca. I was like... Oh my fuck! Okay, no one's safe. This is going to be an interesting film, and then they're just like, "Yeah, Chewie's alive." Like you I, bastards. I would be more critical of that, but I was just so relieved. <laughs> yeah, I was relieved, but I part of me's like, this film doesn't want to have consequence, and that's annoying. It, it doesn't want to kill. They had an opportunity to kill off three PO and didn't. They had an opportunity to kill off Chewbacca and didn't. They had to kill off Leia, but they did it in the least fucking ham. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, get to, we'll get to that. I mean, they just straight up cold cocked hooks. I enjoyed that. That was good. I think he he earned more. Like, so it transpires that hooks has been a mole because he doesn't want Kylo to succeed. Yeah, and it means we get one last bit of comedy from him, and then he gets shot. And I was like, well, that's a. That felt like we built a lot up to just have him like shot by Richard E. Grant, and then it's done. I enjoyed that though. It sh- it showed how cold and ruthless the First Order are. I guess, and even to people who've served them for years. It's just, nah, you're just going to get put in a fucking hole. But that's it. couldn't you have given... Couldn't you have made Richard E. Grant the mole? Which is what they felt that like they were teasing anyway, and I think it was just done as a bait switch. If he was the mole, and then Hook's got to be that, and then Hook's had the ultimate, you know, come down to being blown up on the Sith homeworld. Mm. 
um, which was dope. Yeah. Well, I can't remember. It began with an X. Exagon? That's the one. That's Ooh. a stupid name. Don't care, though. It's sick for the stiff home. It was badass, but Dathomir. Where's Dathomir? Like, you know. Oh, but Dathomir's just hot and spiky. <laughs> um, I, it felt a bit like, oh, I felt like we'd earned more of a death. It was like <sighs> Game of Thrones spoilers. It's kind of like when Joffrey goes. You're like, well, yes, he's dead, but he only just poisoned. He didn't really, like... Go out how you yeah. kind of wanted him to go out. He didn't get. He didn't go out with like twelve spears through the chest, which yeah. is what you'd want. Like the high point is always the end of Kickass. The man gets shot out of a window by a rocket launcher and then blown up. That's yep. pretty. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty you know? dope. That's what you want. You don't want that. Um, and they don't even like linger on his face or anything. Like he just literally boom, blown to the back and then dead. I mean, he has been treated as a bitch for three straight movies. So yep. in that way, I guess it's fitting. But uh, there we go. Um, cool. Do you want to talk about the Leia thing? Yeah, let's do that. And this kind of ties into the Kylo thing. So It does. On a cool note, Leia was training to be a Jedi. And got a sick-looking lightsaber out of the deal. Yeah, she fucking did. That scene where it looks... that They're doing the... They've got the training visors on, but they're having a lightsaber fight in a forest. Yes. And they do de-aged Mark Hamill and de-aged Leia. I was like, with full butt chin. I want that film. Yes. I just want that film. Yes. Um, so basically transport well that, that, that's good because again retroactively explains how she was able to do what she did in Last Jedi is that you know that she, they didn't leave it untapped potential yeah. she chose not to become a Jedi yeah. Leia Poppins was a direct yeah. result of training with Luke yes. and then she was like I got a feeling and they do a lot of this the whole the force is guiding us thing in yes. this movie and she had the feeling that like something bad is going to happen with my son I'm yes. not going to be part of this no which would be an interesting conversation had it happened, you know. Yeah, that would that would have been a very very good scene, which would have made the re, the Mark Hamill Carrie Fisher reunion scene in Last Jedi be all the more better. And it would have, it, uh, and again, the the untimely passing of Carrie Fisher robbed us of what I felt would have been the actual way they would have gone around using Leia's death in this. Mm. Whereas basically, Leia senses that she's going, and they sneak her off to a back room so that she can using the Force, get in contact with Kylo and talk to him. Now, it feels like there's a scene missing, obviously there is, of her talking Kylo David. Yeah. Which is where we get the best scene of the new trilogy. Mm, the Han Solo one? Yes. See, it, that, is, that got me really badly. I was I'm, like, oh. I'm glad he's not a Force ghost. Yes, because... The Wikipedia part of my brain that it's I have. It's like, Han Solo's not Force-sensitive. No, you have to be very powerful with the Force in order to be a Force ghost. You can't just be a Force ghost because you choose to be a Force ghost. But that went away. That was fine. Um, so, and that was obviously a surrogate for what should have been Leia's speech, basically. Yeah. Um, but that was, for me, the biggest logic jump of the movie. I know, but I think... To to draw out that raw emotion, to have a parallel of what they did in Force Awakens, yeah. was so worth it. Especially the the repeating of the, I know what I have to do, but I don't think I can. And then the where you get you get Kylo is gonna you know Ben Solo's coming back, and he says Kylo Ren is dead, Ben Solo is still alive, and he just says Dad, and he just says I know. I'm like. Oh, I know. It, it got it. I know. Got wrapped its fucking bony fingers around my heart and forced it to pump. I I'm get like, it. Oh, but it just feels so rushed and so fast because he was full on trying to kill Ray. Yeah. Not ten seconds before he was out for blood, and then Leia 
says something to him via the force or just the feeling of her passing into the force is such an overwhelming effect on him that it basically makes him a pacifist like immediately mm. immediate turn to the good side and up until this point he has been a monster murdering thousands of people being a-okay with the emperor's final order fleet taking out wherever the planet was that they took out i can't remember the name we'll, we'll find that out um so he was okay with that. Mass genocide but was a-okay with that. Here's something I want to actually praise The Last Jedi for. Go on. They did go to great lengths to say that there is still something to save in Kylo. Because he tries to say, fuck the First Order, fuck the Jedi, let's just sort it out, me and you. Yes. And then gets told, no, you have to play this part. And then he's like, well, fuck it, I'm going to play the part then. So maybe I'm being apologetic because Kylo Ren is my favourite part of this entire trilogy. Yeah. But I do feel like his story, his path from dickhead brat, fucking Vader wannabe, to finding himself being forced into the role and the hand that he's been dealt and feeling angry about mm-hmm. that, back round to, okay, the most evil man in the universe is back. I know I'm not him. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the bit that suits me. And hopefully I can overcome my own hurdles and do what it is I wanted to do from the start, which was go home. Mm. That is really, really cool. I love that story. I, I, I know it's not for everybody. I know that it's it's had roadblocks put in, put, put in its way because otherwise we wouldn't have three films. But the kid who's scared mm. to go home because he, because he made a mistake yeah. is who Ben Solo is. And that was perfect. I may need to watch it again just to really see if I just there was a, a beat or something that I missed out on. But I mean, you can live, level the same criticisms. Whatever I'm saying, you can apply to Vader as well. This uh, is true. He was okay with blowing up planets, and then and murdering a, younglings. Yeah, and then the last second babyface turn when he already knew he was fucked by chucking the Emperor down a hole. Yep. didn't actually do much in no! the turns, but there we go. Um, but that felt much more for a personal thing. He wasn't trying to redeem himself for the whole galaxy and be a good Jedi at last. He was just saving his son. Yeah, that's true. And there was something very binary and very simple and straightforward about that that I feel Kylo had so much more going on that that was... Because it lacked the simplicity of, like, I understood in the moment why he did those things. I get that with Vader. I didn't necessarily get that straight away with Kylo. That's but that might just be me. That's fine. We can move on. No, that's a, that's an ex- that is a valid criticism to levy against. Yeah. <clears throat> the rushed way in which this story was handled because it was trying to be two films in one. Yeah. It was trying to be J.J.'s version of Last Jedi and also The yes. Rise of Skywalker. Now, you could put that down too because obviously they, they establish... They hinted at the connection between the two of them in Last Jedi, but really they, they really substantiate that force link between um, Rey and Kylo. They make it something here of like it's a tangible thing between the two of them. Yeah. They, those two in particular are linked in some way and they said it was probably Palpatine who did it. Um, but that explains how they're able to see each other and interact with each other through the Force that they did in the last movie. Oh, the the Force lightsaber fight. They, they're they really good that whenever they go for it. fucking incredible. So, the, yeah, the fighting on the two planes is, oh boy, that's something else. And um, you get the hint of that where, he, where Kylo reaches out through the Force and pulls the beads from around yes. the neck. You're like, oh! And then they have the, yeah. she's in his ship and he's on the planet that she was just on and they're having a fucking lightsaber fight. Although that must look interesting to the, you know, the interloper outside that room. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, I, I, re- I liked it. I think 
it can't, you could maybe even have that as like, well, the force link between them being they're so conjoined, it's Ray's goodness that's kind of pulling Kylo back to where he should be. Um, so I appreciated that, and I think they they used it really well here to tell the the, the story. Um, and you are right, yeah, that must have looked mad to whoever <laughs> yeah. it was because he's just some, he's just flailing around, and going, oh no, oh no, oh, but yes, but I think it, it was a the really way it was good... shot was so good. I think it was a really good film just for the force itself. Mm. It felt Ray in particular. Like there's the bit when Kylo's coming at her in the in his new Tie Fighter that annoys me. That's another new Lego so I'm going <laughs> So he's coming at him in like Kylo's Tie Interceptor basically, yeah. and she just backflips over him. It's from the first trailer, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And just as a perfect arc, and they're using like such monumental force powers on each other. I really appreciate that quite a lot, actually. Um, I couldn't tell what Kylo was trying to do because the, the whole the cheery fake out thing is. He was on a, a transport ship. It just wasn't the one that they accidentally blew up. Yes. But she's trying to pull it back down to the planet because she thinks um, Chewie's on it. Mm. Which, by the way, is bringing back the insane level of force powers from um, Force Unleashed. Yes. Of just pulling ships into the planet. That was planet. badass, though. I know it's only a little transport ship, but it's, it's not... It's still going... Yeah. It's not the, the levels of pulling a Star Destroyer into the planet that no. we saw in Force Unleashed. Yep. Um, what was Kylo trying to do? Was he trying to push it up? No, he was trying to release her power and trying to get it into space. Oh, right. Or was he? Because mm-hmm. um, then she fought like Force Lightning to the fuck out of it. And it's amazing. Because actually that's what Sidious had told him to do. Like, if you push the right buttons and try and push her Force shoes over the edge, mm. this will come out. Yeah. Which is cool. Oh, and they've also been fighting over um, Sith Holocaust. Rayfinders. I, yeah. I enjoy the inclusion of Sith Holocaust Wayfinders. Yes, Wayfinders. Wayfinders, because they help you find your way. Ah, well, people aren't going to know what holocrons are, are yeah, they? Yeah, it's, it's very shit. I'm they like, are in the new game. They put, yeah, they're in the new game. They pulled it out and I was like, it's a Sith Holocron. Like, Wayfinder. Fuck off, JJ. Oh, it's a Sith Satnav. Yeah. <laughs> Sith Nav, if you will. Um, okay, so... I... Yeah, so, final battle. Very Return of the jedi Particularly the bit where Emperor opened his skylight to go. Yeah. Well, they're fucked, didn't they? All <laughs> Look your at all this shit. Oh, I remember doing this before. Look, see, bad. Ooh. Um, I enjoyed that. Like the start of the film, it tells you exactly where you're going when it's just Kylo just pissed off on a mission. Yes. It's like, no, fuck this. I know some dickheads out there. I'm going there. Leave me alone. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's got a new fleet of ships. He has. Yeah, he had basically star destroyers that are all Death Stars. That's yeah. pretty cool. Makes you think why they bothered building a Death Star not once but twice. But there we go. Oh, new well, technology. three times if you count the Star Killer yeah. base. But you know, newer technology, Michael. Um Yeah, that was quite good. The but, final um, order. The final. Oh. I enjoyed that. The final order and the first order. If we're harking back to Order sixty six. Yes. Oh, so yeah. I enjoyed that thematically. That was very nice. Um, so you don't get to see Palpatine really fight anybody. You see, there's a two-way guard. Basically, you have um, Ray up against the um, the Imperial Royal Guard again, uh, and Kylo versus the Knights of Ren um, using uh, Luke's lightsaber. Whilst <laughs> the way they get that, because yeah, they do that. They do the thing of um, Ray goes back to Acto because she after she zaps the thing yeah, out of the sky because she's like the Acto bit. Yeah. Where, which 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 is might be the biggest point of the film where AJ, where JJ is just basically going, what the fuck are you doing, Ryan Johnson? This is what should have happened. Yeah. So she burns her ship. Yeah. She's about to throw her lightsaber in, and then before it can hit the flames, Force Ghost Luke catches the fucking thing. 
that's so good. And he's so no. good. And he comes out and he's like, I made a mistake. You're about to end this fight. Do what I didn't. I enjoyed that kind of talking to him. Just listen, the last film was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> we all regret it, but now you've got to finish this trilogy, okay? We've got we've got TV shows to be making, we've got to plan new trilogies, so you you, you gotta get on it. <laughs> yeah. Here I'll help. Mm. And Luke gets to lift his X-Wing out over some oh. water. Ah. Again, it's the list of things that we said should have happened in The Last Jedi and didn't. And the the reveal that Leia had a lightsaber yeah. is so good. And then she takes two lightsabers to Exagon and fucking Force passes it to Kylo. I do I like love that, that they started giving Kylo, like, he says, ow, when he jumps on that chain. And he does, like, a cool <laughs> little shrug at one point. Like, oh, now he's fun, Kylo. Yeah. In like, the last ten minutes, we've got to make people like him before what happens, happens. Yeah, Ben Skywalker. Ben Skywalker. Ben Solo's back. And it was so good. And he's in, like, a black version of Luke's clothes from episode four. So I really enjoyed that. The whole, he was Luke student thing. I liked Ray's like... It was almost like... What if Princess Leia was a Jedi? Yeah. Like that, her white suit from New Hope, but Jedi-fied. Yeah. It was... Actually, no, it's even more like Padme. What Padme was wearing in episode two. It's that with a hood on it. Yeah. Oof. Hmm. Oof. Well done, Dave Ridley. Oof. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, there was... That last bit, it's really good. Even though there are some things where you can be like, oh, it's Palpatine again, and it's just it's just Return of the Jedi ending again. But I, I know that we had that thing of Kylo with a blue lightsaber, Rey with a blue lightsaber. I wish they'd done more. Because I did I did like that fight in the um, in Snoke's chamber in Last Jedi. Yes. And I wish we'd got... Oh, the back-to-back like back fight. Yeah, yeah, I wish we'd got a repeat of that here. Where in yeah. the, in the, the Sith Colosseum, that's a thing. With um, hundreds of thousands of worshippers. Yeah, like just... Fucking hanging Slash out Slash engineers. In the middle of a fucking storm. Where they get all that metal? It's um, <laughs> a good question. But So that's happening in the end on the ground. An awkward and... trip to space B&Q. Yeah. <laughs> Too shame. Um, so, you don't get the... what? How many? Oh, you want a trade card, mate? You know, just... <laughs> Think of the discount. Um, <laughs> like the giant robot, I'm a Palpatine coming through the door and the automatic door not closing. Oh, Give me that film. Damn it. Um, <laughs> home um, improvement with him. <laughs> yes. Uh, scrap your challenge. <laughs> scrap your challenge. Oh, with the Lord of the Sith. Um, Be incredible. So that's downstairs. Upstairs, you've got the... Right, we're gonna, we've got to stop this. Basically, the, the, cap, the contrivances... If this, if this, everything gets up in the air, this whole fleet gets up in the air, it's over. They get to launch their shields and then they're untouchable. So we've got to get them whilst they're in low Earth orbit. This tends to happen with most Star Wars battles of like, there's a thing we have to prevent first. Yeah. Uh, we have to knock out the shield generators. We have to, um, if we're on Scarry from Rogue One, we've got to, you know, we've got to open the shield so we can get yeah. the message out. This whole film was a MacGuffin chase up until this point as well. Yes. I, th- I think the film actually works better when it's not a MacGuffin chase. Because mm. you've just been chasing after we need to find the coordinates for the Sith planet. Go talk to this guy. Go talk to this guy. Well, I gave it this. a good pace. I'll give it that. But yeah. It, it was very a, brisk. It did get a bit It did get a bit great in the end. Um, so, but it gives us a very nice battle. It does. We get to see Finn because they can't land on the ground like they were planning to land on a lower low orbit star destroyer piloted by Richard E. Grant. That's hell of a sentence. Cool. <laughs> it was, it was, and that's when you get to see Janna using a bow and arrow. And I'm like, mm, 
don't really need that. You like brought that. that and horses? But it's like an actual one. At least yeah. Chewie Inways from Rogue One was a laser beam one and yeah. looked badass and could blow, blow up a TIE fighter. He took it, she took it in one dude. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the, the, another thing that they felt like they had to fix from Last Jedi. Oh, we, we, we made weird horse creatures. Let's make more horsey-like horse creatures. And have them run across the... Yeah, but here it worked. Because they were like, we're going to shut down their speeders with their jamming signals. Like They're not using speeders and they can bombinate on the horses. Um, So the the plan is... This only makes sense once I've given the full thing. So they have to shoot the cannon on each of these um, Sardis rules to blow it up. And by the looks of things, it takes a lot of them to do this. To Mm. blow one of them. Because they're not really doing all that great damage. Um, And in the meantime, Feeney's on this Sardis rule to blow it up, essentially, and to Joe. So it can't give the signal to raise the fleet. Then it starts going <laughs> wrong. So this is when um, Kylo and Rey are about to go and attack the, the Emperor. He subdues them because, of course, he does. And he nicks all their Force energy to basically heal himself. Yeah, and he um, be- goes from being zombie bait, uh, zombie Palpatine to Ian McDermott's back with a sick new red undervest. Oh, very nice. Mm. Red satin, very mm. nice. <laughs> he lobs Kylo down and all. Um, I was. I thought that was it. Yeah, I was same. Like, oh, for fuck's sake! No, oh, turns, that out, up. turns out he's got HI in Tekken two strength. Music from Tekken two. Yeah, that would have been. Uh, someone's got to recut that. Yes, beautiful. Um, so HI <laughs> Ren, uh, or Kylo Jim Patrick, <laughs> Kylo Mishima, you idiot. Um, doesn't matter, he's got his lightning powers back now and the Emperor just gives it a big fucking... Fucking... Base boost. Yep, and he... That starts... Pick, like All the ships are dropping now. Then... Right, I'm just going to... Basically, that stops. I'll get back to the Palpatine stuff in a minute. Yep. And then we get the end, we get the end game shot, basically, yeah. of the phone everybody. <laughs> Lando's here and he's got everybody. Lando achieved, through pure sexual energy, what Leia couldn't. Because he's er- the, not just a motherfucker, he's the intergalactic motherfucker. Yeah. So he's been, he's fucked on all these planets. He's gone to all these the These are just planets. his kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone to every fucking planet and they're all here. Like, a, it's a portals moment. It, it is. I know it's just the same thing they did in Endgame and Disney just repeat themselves, but fuck, it was good. <laughs> yeah. I've just seen the, the Falcon at the head of a fucking legion of star, starship. Yeah, the Falcon leading yeah. everyone in space into battle. So then they go, right, okay, carry on the plan then, just attack the cannons. And then, having said it previously taken like most of the fleet to take down one cannon, one Y-Wing does it with just its <laughs> blasters. Doesn't even bomb it, it just... <laughs> yeah. I was like, how did... Why, why was it taking you so long beforehand? That's a Y-Wing doing that, my God. <laughs> also, they brought back B-Wings for this one, and B-Wings have always been shit. Yeah, B-Wings are crap. We've got three movies. Have we had one new type of Starfighter? I don't think we have. Other than Kylo Ren's... Not yeah. the one from this one, the one previous. Yeah. He's, a cu- he's custom... It was still a TIE fighter, but it was a custom TIE fighter. The Interceptor. Yeah. Is that the only one? How? Say what you want. What about those bombing things from this opening? Okay, movie, yeah, you've got the bomb one, but they're in one scene at the start of that movie. Yeah, and that's now, it. Now, you compare that to the prequel trilogy. I know that's got a lot of flaws, but... Think how many new starships we've got out of that. Naboo fighter. Jedi yeah. starfighter. You've got this droid vulture droid, the tri fighter. You've got the Republic dropship. You've got the uh, two both both two forms kinds of, um, of them. The Jedi star pod fighter. racers. Pod racers. You had someone like, every planet they went to had new cool fucking starships, yeah. and now we've just original got back to, slave one. You know, I know you got to make money, but 
do you really have to go back to X-Wings and TIE Fighters again? Like, I love them, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but and seeing Luke's X-Wing out there was I know. a hell of a thing. But like, Even Rogue One and Solo didn't bring anything new. Be bright, you've got Star Wars! Make new things! Oh, Anyway. <laughs> um, so, back on the ground, we have our... Ray goes on a lot of vision quests. She does do a lot of that. But I like this one. I tell you why I like this one. Go on. Fucking all the voice cameos. Yes. So, I at the very least, I don't know whether this is all of them. I heard Alec Guinness and Hugh McGregor as Obi Wan. Yep. Quiggy. Yep. Uh, Mace Windu. Yep. Um, weirdly, I I might be the only one that picked up on this one, but I love Rebels. Kanan Jarris from Rebels, who is voiced by um, Freddie Prince Jr. Right. I'm glad of that because. I was the whole way through they said someone from Clone Wars appears in this movie I thought it was going to be Ahsoka I was convinced no Ahsoka's another one. Oh, is she yeah Ahsoka's voice was I was in trying there. to I couldn't figure out who the women were of course it's pissing Ahsoka yeah. okay. it was, which is weird because Ahsoka by the end of her story isn't a Jedi mm. but Ahsoka's voice is in there and Hayden Christensen's Anakin yep. was in there Yoda's in there Yoda's in there I think that's the eight There's I presume more, Luke's in there yeah Luke's in there no, I presume Luke Leia's in there Leia's in there right so so that's ten I know that was pretty special. That was pretty cool. And I, I like it the most. And especially the lines that come after where Sif, uh, Palpatine says, I am all the Sith, and Ray says, I am all the Jedi. Yeah. It's not just a conclusion of this trilogy, or of even of this film. It's of the saga as a whole. Mm. This is what we've been building towards of the Jedi versus the Sith, you know, embodied here in their last two, you know, remaining uh, members coming together. That gave it... Because uh, it hadn't even occurred to me that this movie's got to wrap up more than just itself and the three movies that preceded it. This is now, up to this point, this is the last Star Wars movie. This is the end. Yes. As it, as it happens. I mean, it won't be. It sure as shit won't be, and they've made enough plants in this movie that it won't be. No. Which we'll talk about in a we'll second. We'll get episode 10, don't worry about that. Oh, but yeah. I, I really liked it. I think it was, it, you could say it's, again, a bit of lazy writing that it all came down to one ultimate power struggle and, and it was... Yeah, you know, a bit, a bit easy and a bit obvious, but it felt, it felt fine. It felt conclusive, and it did. It was just nice. Everyone's back. They're not ashamed of the prequels anymore. Mace was clearly in there. My yeah. brother was pissing himself because he was like, "Why didn't she?" He wanted everything in the world to be like, "Come on, Ray, get up. Come on, Ray, you can do this. Get up, Ray. Ice this fool. <laughs> <laughs> Kill this motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, so it should have been. Uh, when I. Uh, the voices, I, I, I thought it was just like random ass voices when I first heard it. And then I blatantly heard Hayden Christensen say, yeah. bring balance to the force as I did. And I'm like, did you? <laughs> oh, Vader's <laughs> always had this did? Did. That's what he did. Yeah, yeah. He's always yeah, hitting his head, that's how he did it. But uh, no, very nice ending. Palpatine's definitely gone now. Yep, that they... is it. Because they bring in that whole, if you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you could ever yeah. imagine. Which is why you kill him with his own shit, so he's gone. I'm glad they didn't stop at like the one bit where he was just cre- he was just Imhotep from fucking Mum Return. <laughs> yeah. They went no, they full on dusted him again. He's gone now. Yeah, that's good. And Ray dies for a second, for a bit. Yeah. Now obviously the now now at this point I was like because then Kylo hitchhikes his way back up the mountain. Yeah. And I'm like, would it be the worst thing if Ray died here and symbolically the Sith and the Jedi? Died yeah, together. That would be perfect. Gone. And Kylo's redemption is not some love thing or not him sacrificed himself, or whatever. It's him 
doing what we all presume the title of this movie meant is raising neither a new Jedi Order or a new Sith Order, but the new Order of the Skywalkers. Yeah. And having that bit, and I thought, that's beautiful. Yeah, I thought that was perfect. That's so good. But no, Michael. No. Shippers need their shipping. Yep. <laughs> and we needed some kissing. <laughs> so instead... <laughs> Kylo's we... not dying a kissless virgin. No. So we get some Romeo and Juliet business, where he uses the Force healing power they now both have, apparently. I suppose you could explain that away as they've got the Force link. Yes. And they're the only people in the entire canon to have a force link. Yes. So, of course, they can share powers. So, and, yeah. that's, and that's the reason they can do this. They can transfer their bond to each other. So he sacrificed himself to wake Ray up, gave himself a kiss. Not before a snog, yeah. Yes, and then boom, dead. Now, Ray can't return the favour because he immediately ghosts as Leia does at the same time. That was quite nice. I enjoyed that, that the Solo family gets to... Yes. All be, well, apart from Han. The, the Skywalker family all gets to be ghosts. He's isn't he? So, <laughs> that was quite nice, but I felt like they, they'd left a, a card on the table where I'm like, you could have had a really beautiful thematic end in there. And then all you had to do was plomp out Ray for Kylo in that end scene yes. where they go back to Tatooine and then it's the Skywalkers have come home to Tatooine. That would have been perfect. <laughs> I like that he buried... I know they didn't bury Leia, but she buried Leia's lightsaber with a place she's never been. At <laughs> <laughs> a place she's never lived, yes. ever visited, yeah. at um, all, ever. No. Wait, was she on Tatooine in New Hope? No, she's in the Death Star, weren't she? And yeah. then they go home. I'm, yeah, a, no, I'm a Death Star. Alderaan gets blown up. Yep. Then she's hanging about on Hoth. Yep. Well, first it's um, Yavin 4, then Hoth. Yep. yep. Then she's in Cloud City. Then she goes to Death Star again. Death Star again. Endor. No, oh, no, she just goes to Tatooine. She's at Jabba's palace. Of course, she is. There we go. Right. But there she probably was... didn't. You know, she didn't have a twenty-minute detour to go. Luke, tell me where you lived. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's go. Um, <laughs> this is where I watched my aunt and uncle burn. <laughs> I did think. Okay, the other thing I would have liked, and again, it would have worked if it was Ray or Kylo at the end. I thought for certain I knew what was about to happen. I thought she was going to establish the new Jedi Temple yeah. at Luke House. Yeah. Like, it's a smaller thing, obviously. There's only going to be like... Because um, there's a big plot from the new game of them searching for a Jedi holocron that contains all the Force-sensitive children in the universe. And she could have found something like that. And she's now training the first new batch of Jedis yeah. at Luke's House, which becomes the new temple. And if Ryan hadn't have fucked it and put that Force-sensitive kid on the weird horse face planet, yes. Canto Bite, sorry, I was trying to get that in yeah. my memory, it could have been she is at the house, the kid comes around and yeah. says, something was telling me to come here, the Force lives on, would have been perfect. You've only got to add like an extra two minutes there and you can still have the same closing shot of her and BB-8 looking at the suns. Yeah. Which is nice. That's how it should have ended. And yeah. I like the Force ghosts popping up of Luke and Leia. Very, very nice. That was really nice. The twins were buried together. That's all good. But I, I think that you need that little bit of like the Jedi live on. Yeah. Like kind of like at the end of um, of Logan where it's like the X-Men are running over that hill. I wanted the Jedi are being trained on Tatooine. On Tatooine, in Luke's house. That's a beautiful bit of circle booking, but we didn't get that. They might do that in Expanded Universe. I don't think they'll ever, they'll, they'll do, at least soon, any Expanded Universe go past this point. This will be the end point and everything yeah. else will be set before or in between. We're going to have to get the announcements of a new numbered trilogy of 10, 11 and 12 before we get anything of that interim. It better be 2029 before that happens. I am having any sooner. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can't Then we this. are getting more. Uh, I don't think they're putting another one out until 2022. 
But I want that to be its own shit. Yeah, no, then they're not going to do it. It'll be a new, it'll be a new trilogy. Like they said, they're going to move away from the trilogy. Well, the Skywalker story. Well, not even that. They've like releasing everything as trilogies. Hmm. There can be sequels, by all means, and there can maybe even be more than trilogies. There can be like four or five, whatever. But uh, I think, yeah, we need Episode Ten needs to be a long time away because we need people to miss these characters, and there is a lot to miss. That's everything I have. Like, come on. <sighs> oh, Ray's got a new lightsaber. Ray has she a, got three lightsabers in this film. The balling yellow one. bitch. I know. <laughs> she was God, that must have cost her an arm and a leg from Florida. Oh, oh, oh. I am wearing my Black Spy Outpost t-shirt, though. Oh, nice. I wore it last night. Isn't it nice? Look, really it's nice. subtle. But there's also Millennium Falcon to let people know. I like um, it. But yeah, she got, she got to play with Leia's lightsaber, yep. which looked dope. It did. And then she built herself what is essentially a Temple Guard yellow lightsaber, yeah. which is fucking dope. We didn't even talk about Sif Ray. And a forked clicky thing. That was such a... Th- that bit pissed me off. Just that... I, I didn't mind the whole going to find the Sith holocron. Yeah. Sorry, Wayfinder. Wayfinder, Wayfinder. Um, thing was going to be a Vision Questy style thing. Mm. But then they do Dark Ray. Yeah. And she has the kind of the clicky double-ended lightsaber. And yeah. then that's a thing for two seconds. Then they give her Baraka teeth and then it's finished. Like, what the fuck was this? Uh, I mean, it's just Luke in the log again. It's fine. It's a dark force vision. She's in the Emperor's fucking vault. It's going to have some dark juju in there. That's true. I was okay with Plus that. Plus they had but... to get it ready to go and fight Kylo again. Yeah. And I enjoyed that fight on top of the Death Star a lot. I thought it was really good. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as the fight through the force. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty dope. But that was down to shooting more so than like, the actual like blade about fighting that was going on. Yeah. Again, they didn't try and... Top themselves. There was no. If there was a John Williams score over Mm. that fight as they're fighting backwards across the thing, that would have been an immense moment. They probably could say that the only reason they didn't go with lightsaber battles on that skill is because we're not dealing with Jedi's at the height of their power like we were there. Like you had Darth Maul, obviously, um, his species being ultra athletic anyway, fighting, you know, Obi Wan Kenobi, the greatest one on one lightsaber duelist of all time. (sighs) Incredible. Do you know what I watched IGN and doing like a discussing all the lightsaber fights yeah. and they interviewed Ewan McGregor for that one and they said it's actually slowed down <laughs> him and Ray Parker got so good at their bit at the end that they had to slow it down because it looked unnatural yes they got it down to such a fine art that it looked unnatural that they had to slow it down a little bit But and then you can say the same of like Obi-Wan versus Anakin as well of like well they're not you know these were two fully trained Jedi's both Kylo and Ray aren't that, so they wouldn't be able to match the speed, frosty, and everything they're doing. Yeah. Because they don't have like advanced lightsaber fighting technique skills. They just have. There's a lightsaber. Go tw- he hasn't had to fight what, another person with a lightsaber ever before. So I did enjoy uh, Kylo Ren dispatching the Knights of Ren, though. It's basically showing you how little good. they were worth it. But he got, you know, it was fun. And it's like, oh, Ben Solo's back. It's so good. And he's got a blue lightsaber. And that's why I think the ending should have been. Should have been Kylo Ren going back to Tatooine. Kylo's the main character. I will hear nothing else. Kylo's the main character of this fucking trilogy. Just a step into Pig Corner for a second. Yes. I like how they went from... When he's talking to Han Solo... God, he looks fucking... He's got, he's got his Chris Pine punch face on him. Yeah. He looks battered. And he's got water everywhere and his hair's sticking to his face. He looks yeah. so goppingly ugly. <laughs> yeah. And then when he comes back as Ben Solo... Whew, Adam Driver can scrub up well. He's a handsome man. Handsome boy. Yeah. How can he be both? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then when he's got a beard in like um, in Logan Lucky and uh, Black Landsman, he yeah. looks fucking amazing. He does, he so, does. Yeah. 
I'm glad Good we didn't get to see. We, yeah, we didn't get to see like you know Simon Keltrow's and Kyle Lauren in this, but yeah. See, I'm glad about that. That was deep talking that I've been wanting to do for the last 24 hours, and it didn't. I'm still excited to go and watch it again. I am watching it again. Go watch it in X Plus. I did watch it in X Plus. Oh, did Dudley? Yeah. Um, oh, it was good. Yeah. 2DX plus, though. Don't, don't, yeah, don't I didn't get 3D. I'm not a monster. Uh, but I think the nose in. You would never have thought that the X plus show would be the 2D one, but... Oh, yeah. Oh. It was brilliant. And luckily, the sound design, because obviously the X plus cinemas have Dolby Atmos. Yes. Um, the sound design in this film's fucking great. Really good. It's so good. Oh, technically, there's nothing I can say about this movie that's bad. No, all of the problems are with the large gaping plot holes and jumping of the sharks. But, but it didn't in any way ruin my, my enjoyment of it. I'm that's the thing. So is happy. it fun? Absolutely it is. Yeah. There are a couple of groan-inducing moments, but it's fun. I suspect, and I'll, I'll make this my final point, <laughs> I suspect a lot of people went about this, how I went about my literature review for my dissertation. Yeah. So, when, it was at, when I was at university, this also applied to any and all questionnaires I ever did. <laughs> right. You were you need to tell like you know do your research. You got to go out there and get other people's opinions. You can't just be yourself and whoever you're reading the books and stuff. You got to go out there and get your own opinion. And then with the literature review, you've got to go out and read a lot of opposing viewpoints. The viewpoints are the same as your own. Cross reference them all. Get what you want. And I was like, nah, it's too time consuming. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to come up with what points I want and I'm going to manipulate these two things to my own. I never did a legitimate questionnaire. I made every single one of them up, and <laughs> I would figure out the points I was trying to make in my literature review and then just find the literature that backed me up. That's all I ever did. <laughs> I worry, after Last Jedi, people went into this movie going, I know I'm going to hate it, I'm now going to find the evidence, what I perceive as the evidence, no matter how flimsy of it, and then that'll be all I need to do. Yeah. I don't need to be objective and, and look at it by itself and on its own. I can go in, find what I need to hate, and then that's it. Put that in a box and then I don't need to think about anything else and just, you know, extol these values. Of like, yeah. Oh, this was shooting, this was shooting, this was shooting. So I think that might be part of the backlash that it's not as bad as Last Jedi, no. straight off the bat. No, it's no people are coming out. If anything, people are coming out and just being like, hey, it's all right. Yeah, but that's across the board. There's no, there's yeah. none of this rabid fan base that hates not it. Yet. None of this rabid well, fan base you look in the right corners it. of Twitter, you'll find it. Oh, yeah, um, no. A lot of people hate it and a lot of people love it. But... Yeah, frankly, I think it's just it, there's so much going well with this that they would have me hard pressed to really find stuff to grab onto and fucking really hate. There is stuff, don't worry. This is, like I said, I'm worried it's not going to hold up as well under repeated viewing. But yeah, there is a worry. There's a lot of movies that are this ambitious. There's so much going on. This is not a straightforward movie. It's always going to have problems with plotting and stuff like that. I mean, if you go through fucking Empire Strikes Back and find to come, you're going to find a lot of problems. Just because, you know, you take scale up that high, you're going to be susceptible to such problems. You're not dealing with a very straightforward, you know, three-person play yeah. where everything's very tight and you can control everything. There's a lot going on here. Mm. And I think for taking all that into consideration, this is the best in Indians we could have got. Probably. A couple of things before I give you my final thoughts. The thing I was going to say earlier is that Finn wants to tell Ray something and then he oh, never yeah. does tell her anything. I thought that was going to be... I love you. Yeah. Uh, but then they're like, oh shit, no, we want to push Raylo. So that, that's yeah, the thing. No. Um, so here's Jana. <laughs> yeah, so here's Jana. Um, and that it's he's like, going it's... to eventually love. Have you seen the episode where the black girl moves to Safe Park and yes. Carmen has to get token with her? Yeah. It felt a bit like that. It did feel a bit. But don't worry cause... about it because they hint that she's Lando's granddaughter. That last little talk felt a bit weird to me. She was like, where are you from? I don't know. Let's find out. And I was like, 
are they gonna fuck? Oh, I read that <laughs> as like, let's go find out. And then I realised, oh, I owe your mum a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh-oh. You've got a lot of birthday presents coming your way, kid. Like I've just met seventy thousand of my other children. <laughs> I mean, why stop now? Come on, join the crew. That's why I thought Lando at the at the end of that was going to be like, I am, I am out of here. Hey, that's why I was hiding in a fucking truck in the desert. No, like no, can't afford that alimony payment. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Yeah, and I th- and I wanted what I wanted was especially after they. I want, oh, I want yeah, well, This will be my Star Wars movie. Um, I wanted. Uh, because Poe has that talk to Finn, like, I'm the general, but I can't be the general alone. Mm. And I thought we were going to get the five, the, the, the gay hookup I wanted. We got one, though. We got a gay lesbians. hookup. Lesbians! Yeah. They're in the background of that shot, but they're there. Space lesbians. Woo! Always fun. The best type of lesbians. <laughs> but I thought we were going to get the, the Poe-Finn hookup, and I didn't, uh, we didn't get that. I don't think they'd laid the groundwork for it. I just don't think it would have been... No, and they've been good mates, and it makes sense that they would lead the resistance together, and that's yes. fucking cool. That is. So, you know. Rounding up what I think, though, I think this ultimately was going to be the most difficult task you could have given anybody. The last two films underperformed immensely. Critically, they bombed. Star Wars was not in a good place. It has to then compete with the... Oh, Solo and Last Jedi. Solo Solo and Force Awakens. No, no, no. Solo Solo was a critical and commercial failure. Yeah. Last Jedi was a critical failure, but a commercial success. Mm. But nobody wanted to see more of it. And the people who did want to see more of it didn't like Star Wars. Yeah. And there was a whole thing going on. And then this year alone, we've had the rebirth of The Mandalorian was good. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order was good. There was... Everything was going right for the franchise, but wrong for this film. Yeah. So it was never going to please anybody. It had to apologise for The Last Jedi whilst keep admitting that it happened and keeping some of those threads alive to keep those people interested whilst also going back to the nostalgia baiting that we got in Force Awakens and then doing its own thing and then resolving an entire nine film arc that's been going on for 40 plus fucking years. It was the hardest that, task right? in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. The MCU had twenty-two films to build off and only lasted ten years. Yeah, this is a this is much bigger than that. Mm. It was an impossible task from the start. The fact that there is a admittedly shaky but cohesive movie in here yep. is is a feat, and I think J.J. Abrams didn't do us wrong. No, and I get to I get to close out the year with a Star Wars film I liked, a Star Wars game I know I'm going to like, and a Star Wars TV series I love more than anything. So, oh, is it good? You've been watching it. I fucking love The Mandalorian. It's so good. It's not just Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. There's a lot of Baby Yoda, but um, admittedly, there's only eight episodes, and oh. the, the eighth one is out on the 27th, so it's done next week. Right. Um, but it's very singular and episodic and contained. Oh, okay. Like, Richard Ayoade was in the last one, so that was interesting. Okay. That's always fun. Um, but yeah, no, they, they, they tell singular stories that have the Mandalorian Baby Yoda character in them. Right, okay. And I like that a lot. Right. There is a thread, but it's easier to ex- explore them as right. singular standout things. I love it. I think okay. it's really good. But this film is flawed, and it is messy, and it is rushed, and it doesn't feel like what we should have had because... And this is my biggest criticism of the franchise, of the running of the franchise. I can't blame Ryan Johnson for everything, because ultimately Ryan Johnson was handed a script and told to do what he wanted with it. Mm. The problems with this franchise lie at the brain trust with Lucasfilms, uh, with I mean, and admittedly, Kathleen Kennedy is the head of that. She should have had a plan from day one. Mm-hmm. We should have had a 
there should have been a Feige of the situation to Don't go. worry, there soon will be a Feige situation. <laughs> yeah. AKA Kevin Feige, he's in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But that's what they should have had from the start. From when Seven was written, they should have known how Nine was going to end. Mm. And they should have said, much like Feige does with the MCU, right, here's where they need to be at the start of this film, here's where they need to be at the end of this film, so we can hand it over to the next guy to put his own spin on this story that I've fucking orchestrated. Yep. The fact that that was not the plan... No. And the JJ had to write this film in response to The Last Jedi should never have happened. True. But it's good. It's a fun time. I enjoy it. I think the kids are going to like this one a lot. Yes. I think there's a lot of cool fighting and fun things to look at. And, and Babu Frick going, Babu Frick. Me Babu Frick. He's my oldest friend. <laughs> oh, Funny C-3PO is weird to me. It's the Holy Grail. Uh, so yeah, it's good. I would recommend going to see it. I will be seeing it again. After that, I don't think I'll be seeing it again. But we whatever. Have... Come on, Emma. Well, when, when they release when they release the nine film box set right, is okay. when I'll be watching that again. Right. But it's not as good as Force Awakens. It's certainly not as good as Rogue One. Mm-hmm. It's middling. So mm-hmm. two and a half good movies out of five. That is literally a fifty. Is that a pass? Yeah. Does the sequel trilogy get a pass? I think so. Yeah. I think. Well, yeah. If you can, okay, if we if we include the two spin offs in there. I think definitely, because I like Solo. I thought Solo was great. Which reminds me, Darren, let's end this uh, properly. Oh, yeah. Tell me your order. Tell me your order of preference. And do you want to go 9 or 11? Um, let's do all 11. All 11. Cool. I know what mine is. Jesus. Uh, okay. Well, whilst you're thinking about it, would you like me to do mine? Go on. Okay. Right at the bottom, episode 2. Mm. It's a detestable movie apart from One Good Lightsaber Fight. Mm-hmm. Next one up. But you've got Camino and you've got Django. Okay. I like okay. Elements. I think overall it's a shit package. Do you know she's going to. Above that is episode eight. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate that film. Yeah. For what it did to all the potential for those characters, except Kylo Ren, who is the best thing about that trilogy. Yeah. And Luke is cool. Yes. And but Luke can't save the movie. No. There's still two thirds of that movie that don't fucking work. And he's still sucking on some tits. Yeah, that that does mm. happen. Above that, Phantom, episode one. I like it, but I recognise it's crap. Yeah. Above that is Solo. I like it, but I recognise it's crap. Mm-hmm. Above Solo is where episode nine comes in. Okay. So I think that the the plot conveniences and the rushed ideas and the fact that it is a- Abrams trying to say this is how my trilogy would have worked when his job is bigger than that yep. is the biggest hindrance. Although, once you get above Solo... It's all good films. So I think this is a good film. Okay. It is, however, four from the bottom. Uh, above the Rise of Skywalker, we have Revenge of the Sith. I think mm-hmm. very good action, very good story, but some very poor performances. Yeah. Above Revenge of the Sith, we've got Return of the Jedi. Very good film. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the weakest of the Ridge Tridge, um, but has some satisfying payoffs. Above Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens. I still think that film holds up and I still I don't think the nostalgia baiting is necessarily a bad thing because it reminded us why we love Star Wars shot incredibly mm-hmm. and that's the best turn of Harrison now is it the best turn of Harrison Ford no, it might not be Empire of yeah. course yeah. above Force Awakens Rogue One that's the best of the new films that's the yeah. best it ever got I love that uh-huh. film uh, above that is A New Hope I don't need to tell you about New Hope mm-hmm. and obviously the best film of all time is at number one Right. Return, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Phantom is going to be bottom. 
obvious and many flaws. Um, oh, oh, oh. I think the last Jedi is going to have to go next. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Reasons again. I did put it on my last on my top ten. It's not as bad. It's Phantom's not as bad as everyone makes out. It's just it's we've got to grade on the curve. It was still one of the best ten movies I watched last year. You just got to re- basically remove Canto Bite and any of that subplot, and it gets a lot better. Um, then I'm going to put Clones there. Um, so I, that's, that's the same bottom three, except we've swapped Phantom and yes. Clones around. So I, I I have a lot more sympathy for Clones than most people do. It is my brother's least favourite of all of them, but I I love Jango Fett, I love Camino, I love the Clone Wars, I love, I love everything on Genosha. Everything on that planet's amazing. Genosis. Genosis. Not Genosis. Sorry. That's Genosis. the X-Men one. Of course it is. Genosha. Genosis. Genosis. There we go. Um, right. Then Solo. I am a Solo apologist. I think, again, it gets a bad rap. It was yeah. a perfectly functioning movie. So we've got Last Jedi and Solo in the same place. Yeah. Then... You've got four possible choices. Okay, I'm going to put... Um, I'm going to put Rise of Skywalker here. Yeah, that's exactly where I put it. This is this is changeable. This is just it's you, you're right. After Solo, it's all good. I like all Star Wars movies to some extent, but yeah, we're oh all... yeah, I like all of them. It's just objective now. Yep, I'm going to put that there for now. That may change places with one immediately, but I'm going to put Force Awakens above Rise of Skywalker. Yes, um, wow, that's a bit of a yeah. Cool. I'm then going to put Rogue One there. Wow, okay. next Rogue One, best of the new ones, but. That's going to be placed there. Now, this is where I have to question myself. Okay, I'm going to do it. It is on my top ten. I'm going to have to stick to that because that is the rules. Next up will be A New Hope. I love A New Hope, and it's a very, very, very... The most important movie for us, basically, ever. But it is a bit slow-paced. And it isn't my Star Wars trilogy, which, again, (laughs) we'll have to come to terms with which one ours is. But that does, of course, mean that Revenge of the Sith sits above it. I love Revenge of the Sith <laughs> so very much, and I will die on that hill whenever I need to. It is the best of the prequel trilogies. I love it so very much for many and various reasons, not just because General Grievous is awesome, but also because it has <laughs> the best lightsaber fight of any of them. Yep. It has Yoda being bad. It has right, Planet has Order 66. It's the dark one. It's it's just the best. Um, it was the the proper proper realisation of what the prequels could have been and should have been um, and also Spielberg ghost directed so that's good then I'm going to put Return of the Jedi obviously I love yep. Return of the Jedi I think again it gets far too much flack I think the Ewok scene is actually alright yes I know it's cynical but I like that and of course Empire is number one Yeah, there we go so, I know Sif is absorbently high yeah that is horribly really high for some people but I, I will I'll die on that hill any given day, twice on Sundays, that that is an amazing biblical. It's in my favourite five movies of all time, Revenge of the Sith. So. Yeah, fair enough. It's a great film. Like I really love it, but I couldn't, in the heart of hearts, put it above any of the original trilogy. That would be sad. No, no, that's fair. I've only put it above one. You've only put it above it one. It is a new hope. <laughs> but that's fine. Um, well, there we go, Michael. There we are. Plug away. You can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Mike Owen. You can go and follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram at that the Guthridge. You can go and follow us, the site, under the username FowlenT. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. On uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere else you can pick up your RSS feeds under FowlenT or FowlenT Podcasts. Right then. 
this one's out of the way. Coming up is the top ten movies of the, well, best and worst movies it's of the, the year. the most wonderful time of the year. You have to listen to our opinions, um, <laughs> which will be the last episode of 2019. Yes, it will be. That will be the best films of 2019. Um, I don't think any are going to sneak in now, so which is why we're recording it a bit early. We've only got... Jumanji I want to watch but I don't know if that cracks the top 10 this year and then we've got Netflix's attempts to get um, Oscar noms which I've not got round to no. yet so the Marriage Story we haven't done um, Irishman I haven't done but I, I think I'm pretty set on what my top 10 are now so we're recording that directly after this one mm-hmm. and you'll be hearing that Christmas week yep um, and then in the new year we'll potentially have a games one there'll be a best of everything else one where yeah. we talk about games and we'll talk about TV shows um Mainly because I don't have that many games to talk about. We need to flesh out an episode. Yep. Uh, and then we'll have our traditional 2020 uh, preview podcast. And following that, we'll be straight into the films that didn't fucking come out in the UK in time to review for this year. Such as Jojo Rabbit, The Gentleman, A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood, and so on and so forth. 1917. 1917. Oh, that looks interesting. That looks good. Oh, did you get the Top Gun Maverick uh, Yes, trailer? I did get the Top Gun Maverick Did trailer. you have the same feeling of like, I didn't think I'd want this, but fuck, do I want this? Yeah, it's weird, <laughs> isn't it? It looks so good. It does look good. Rachel's never seen it. We're going to watch Top Gun. Nice. That might be my Christmas Eve movie. Oh, that's going to be fun. Very Christmassy to watch um, <laughs> Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise topless playing volleyball. I don't know what says Christmas more than that. Danger Zone. Exactly. They best have the logins. They oh, best have the logins. Or we're going to kick off. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>